afternoon. I'm Dr. Grant Colfax of the Department of Public Health. Thank you for joining. Yesterday, we reached a milestone that we were all hoping to avoid. Unfortunately, the Bay Area's intensive care unit availability has fallen below 15%, which has required all Bay Area counties to adopt the state's stay-at-home order. San Francisco, along with five other Bay Area counties, adopted the stay-at-home order proactively on December 4th in the hopes of adequately slowing the spread of COVID-19 and preventing an ICU bed shortage. Unfortunately, despite our efforts, this has not happened. Let me walk you through some of the latest data. Could we have the slide, please? As you can see, our number of COVID-19 cases continue to be extremely high, especially when you compare it to where we were in October. We unfortunately yet have to see a downturn. We are averaging an extremely high case rate 242 cases per day. That is the highest average we've had since the onset of the pandemic. And as you can see from this slide, we have had a significant increase since Thanksgiving. Cases have increased by 50%. And while cases remain far too high, the rate of increase of this virus has slowed just a bit, the rate of increase. This indicates that we still have time to turn this dire situation around and as a result, save hundreds of lives. Indeed, right now, as I speak, we could be at a key inflection point. An increase over this next holiday period could put us over the edge into a truly catastrophic situation. We cannot afford another increase in cases, a further increase in cases, especially including an increase like we saw during Thanksgiving. In contrast, an alternative is a leveling off of the rate of increase, and this could be followed by a decrease. While hospitalizations would continue to increase over the next few weeks, the worst of this third wave would be avoided. And for this to be reality, we must avoid a Christmas and New Year's increase. And we need your help in doing that. Next slide. Look where things stand with regard to our intensive care unit beds across the state. Today, the Bay Area has only 13% of available ICU beds to treat the sickest people. And right now, Santa Clara and San Mateo, our neighboring counties, have no beds for any ICU patients. Here in San Francisco, the number of COVID positive patients has increased by 27% in just the past week. We have a total, a total of 286 intensive care unit beds in San Francisco. Now that may sound like a lot to some people, but 207 are currently filled with patients 
with COVID and non-COVID illnesses. Given the current, the continued rise in cases, we expect that our ICU and acute care beds will continue to fill rapidly with sick patients. The availability of beds, as well as having enough staff, the nurses, the doctors, the other people on medical care teams is the backbone of our healthcare system. Having enough beds and having the healthcare teams is vital to our, our ability to keep people alive and get through the most serious illnesses of COVID-19. And this status is currently gravely threatened. Imagine, imagine not having a hospital bed for your mom or your dad, your grandmother, or even your child or any other loved one. Imagine them getting suboptimal care, not getting the care that we have come to expect and we have a right to have in the city. Would you want that? I certainly wouldn't want that. And I know that none of us want our city, our region to be in that situation. Nor do I want our dedicated and hardworking healthcare workers and first responders to be forced to take care of patients under the stress of a hospital surge. Right now, San Francisco is better off than some of our regional neighbors, but we are all, but we are all interconnected. We know infection rates in the Bay, outside the Bay Area are much higher than in San Francisco or the surrounding region. For example, nationally, 47 of 50 states currently have higher COVID-19 case rates than San Francisco, ranging from almost twice as high in Virginia to almost seven times as high in parts of the Midwest. So while we in San Francisco are in a grave situation, other places are unfortunately even worse off. This means people who travel outside of San Francisco and visitors who come from other areas are at much higher risk of being infected and spreading the virus. And remember, people infected but without symptoms are a major source of virus spread. You can still feel fine, but still pass the virus to someone who may get very ill and even die. None of us want that. As we head into this holiday season and with cases still accelerating at a staggering rate, we wanna take every step possible to slow the spread and bend this curve. That is why we are issuing a travel order effective tomorrow, Friday morning at 12.01 a.m. The travel order will require anyone traveling, moving, or returning to San Francisco from outside the 10 County Bay Area to quarantine for 10 days. The quarantine requirement applies to visitors, people moving here, and returning residents alike. There are exceptions for medical professionals, first responders, essential workers, and others. We also strongly discourage any non-essential travel within the Bay Area region at this time. Please 
stay home this holiday season and celebrate with people in your immediate household. End slides, please. Now, I know that this is hard. And I know this is yet another sacrifice in almost 10 months into this pandemic. But we are at a stage that was unfathomable just a year ago. Remember, we have lost more people in this country due to COVID-19 than Americans who died in World War II. We are losing more people from COVID-19 every day in this country than we lost on 9-11. But we know how to beat back this virus. Precautions and containment will beat back this virus if we dig deeper and slow the spread. Something as simple as a face mask can, can stop the spread and stop people from getting sick. And avoiding gathering with people outside your household can prevent our healthcare workers from being overrun with patients this holiday season. We're the city of St. Francis and we take care of one another, especially during the holidays. We are resilient and we are strong when we work together. We have done an amazing job of crushing two previous cur curves. And when I go outside, I see so many people wearing masks, social distancing and taking care of each other because it's the right thing to do. Let's keep it up and pass it on. So many of us have canceled travel plans already. And that is because of you and your commitment to protecting your loved ones and your neighbors. This year, let's give the gift of health and do not travel and do not gather. We can do that next year. And let's ensure that we are all here for the, vac for the vaccine. Please stay safe and thank you. Thank you, Dr. Grant Colfax, for this important update. My name is Nubia Mendoza with the San Francisco's COVID Command Center, and I'm going to help facilitate some of the questions from the press. We're going to pause while questions stream in. Please give us a moment. Thank you all for your patience. We will start shortly with the question and answer portion. Okay, Dr. Grant Colfax, your first set of questions come from 
Christian from KTVU. Can you elaborate how San Francisco and the Bay Area, will, while seeing an increase in cases, is doing in comparison to the rest of the state? What's going right locally and where could we use improvement? Well, can you hear me okay? Yes. Sorry, okay, my, my screen froze for a minute. So I think um, they're, they're, right now our case rate um, is, is lower than the state overall, which is you know, uh, a, a, a bit of a hopeful sign. But as you see, um, just yesterday, we went into that state deep purple and therefore we're uh, needing to implement the state stay at home order. So um, relative to some parts of the country, um, we, are, we, are, we are still doing better, but I'm continuing to be extremely concerned about uh, the number of cases that, that we can continue to diagnose in the city. What we can't afford right now is for that number to continue to go up and we really not need to drive uh, that number down. I think what's, what's um, going better and I think we need to continue to reinforce the support each other uh, in the city and that masking, the social distancing, think about things that we can do instead of uh, gathering uh, with, with other households during the holiday season. What can still be fun? What are those alternatives? Whether it's on Zoom, um, whether, whether there are other ways to engage uh, with your loved ones during this holiday season. But please cancel uh, those airline reservations. Don't plan to gather. Uh, remember that asymptomatic spread, um, people without symptoms can still spread the virus. So I think there, there are many things going right, but we need more, more things to go in the right direction before um, we can be confident um, that, that, that this third surge is behind us. I'm not confident at all, in fact, right now. Uh, we need to see more data um, over these next couple of weeks, but these next couple of weeks are so vital uh, to, 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 uh, to determine uh, our, our fate with regard to overwhelming our, our healthcare system and whether um, we are going to have hundreds of more people die from COVID-19 or we, whether we can really turn this around. Thank you so much, Dr. Grant Colfax for that response. I will wait for the next question. In the meantime, please submit your questions via the chat. We will sort them. Dr. Grant Colfax, your next set of questions from multi, multiple media outlets. The day of running out of ICU beds moved from the 26th and 27th of December to three to four weeks. Is this because people are getting less sick or there are fewer cases than originally thought? ICU bed capacity is 28% higher than most counties. What do you attribute that to? And what is the ICU bed capacity usually at this time of year in a non-COVID year? So um, I will just run uh, through some numbers. Right now, um, we have uh, a, a total of 286 uh, ICU beds uh, in, in San Francisco. We have 207 uh, occupied. 42 of those are occupied by COVID positive patients. Um, our remaining uh, ICU capacity in the city is, is 31%. Now, the reason uh, the, the timeline changes, these are models um, and they change because the data keeps changing. Um, and if, and up with regard to our reproductive rate, um, uh, if it goes up, um, our, our timeline for ICU beds uh, goes down. Um, and so we're constantly uh, renewing 
our, da our data um, to determine the projections of those ICU beds. Um, this also relates to uh, the admission discharge of COVID patients and non-COVID patients. So, so those data uh, are also influencing our ICU capacity. Um, we'd like to see the date of this runway uh, pushed further into the future as that it indicates that uh, the transmission of the virus is, is slowing uh, or that we have more bed capacity than anticipated. But I really wanna emphasize here that the timeline is not meant to provide an exact date but rather a forecast in terms of when, when to expect that. So we shouldn't be focused on, you know, so much of, you know, a few days um, as much as, as, as the overall trend. And as you, as you know, um, we are at that very edge with regard to our ICU capacity um, in January at this point. Um, and so I, we really need to ensure that uh, the virus numbers, the, the, the diagnosis numbers come down, so those hospitalization numbers uh, come down. Also remember that hospitalizations lag the time uh, from, from, from the time of diagnosis by about seven uh, to 10 days. So we have not seen the peak in hospitalizations anywhere near to where I think we are going. We expect to go um, beyond 200 uh, hospitalizations in the next couple of weeks and get higher than that if we continue to see the numbers and much higher than that if we have the increase um, that we saw over Thanksgiving. Okay. Thank you, Dr. Grant Colfax for your response. The next set of questions come from Aaron all day from SF Chronicle. Has San Francisco been caring for COVID patients transferred from outside the city and the Bay Area, for example, from San Joaquin Valley or Southern California? So we have been um, coordinated, coordinating with the state um, with regard to uh, transfers into uh, our, our, our hospital systems. And right now uh, we have one transfer from, uh, from inside uh, the Bay Area. Thank you, Dr. Grant Colfax, for your response. Next question are from multiple media outlets. How will the quarantine order be enforced? Can San Francisco hotels accept reservations for locals who want to use them for quarantine? So yes, Sam, uh, hotels can accept um, people who want to use them for quarantine. You know, I think it's important to emphasize that most people have done a good job of looking out for their neighbors and following the health orders. Um, and we expect businesses and residents will continue uh, to, to do that uh, with, with this order. Uh, we're approaching this as we have uh, with, with, with all of our health orders in terms of educating people about what is required under the health orders um, and expect and hope that people uh, will support each other in doing this. Um, this is truly um, not the time to travel. The consequences are severe and we just ask that people understand that and comply with the health order because it's the right thing to do. Um, the, the city can take additional enforcement steps if the situation demands um, and violation or failure to comply with this order is a misdemeanor. Um, so we're, we're working to educate and issuing this order really to um, ensure that people understand that we are in a grave situation. We do have time to turn this around, uh, but in order to do, to do that, uh, we need to ensure that uh, people travel only for the most essential activities as defined in the order. Thank you, Dr. Grant Colfax, for your response. 
The next question uh, comes from Joshua Sabatini from the San Francisco Examiner. Do you have an update on the number of people who have received the vaccine since Tuesday and how many doses the city has received to date? So um, yesterday at, at, at Zuckerberg San Francisco General, they vaccinated uh, addi additional 90 people um, uh, in addition to the um, five who were vaccinated on Tuesday. And today um, they expect to vaccinate uh, an, an, another 180 uh, Key, key staff working in acute care settings. Thank you, Dr. Grant Colfax. Um, this concludes our press conference. Thank you, Dr. Thank you. Grant Colfax for your time and thank you for the reporters. Bye-bye.